Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. This is your boy Z recording this morning the 108-116 loss, the Toronto Raptors, to the Miami Heat. Yes, uh, we were not able to uh, win this back-to-back in South Beach. Uh, however, I do think there were some... Uh, Positive takeaways uh, from this game, however frustrating the game may have been for a basketball nerd. Analytically, I think there were a lot of great insight that this gave us as we move forward as a young squad. And yes, I mean a young squad plus Kyle Lowry. Uh, This game showed exactly the type of coach uh, Spolstra is. Uh, He... Uh, and Nick Nurse really went tet-tet-tet. They, they battled it out in terms of adjustments, different types of offensive and defensive schemes to counter uh, the other. And uh, it was a great sight to see. Again, if you paid attention to the, the weeds, the details, uh, the intricacies of the game. Um, and it also uh, gave an opportunity for us to see... Uh, some players in very uncomfortable, unusual positions, especially our second unit. Um, yes, I may be seeming calm now, but last night, uh, B and I were uh, distraught, frustrating, cursing. I mean, shoot, I think we had to crack open a third beer just uh, to, to get through uh, some of the lulls uh, that we were seeing during the game. And as you've noticed and can tell, uh, this is a solo recording. Uh, B has taken the week off, a much needed rest uh, from the uh, current uh, predicament of the lockdown being lifted here in Ottawa and uh, but he I'm sure he'll be back uh, in time for the Houston Rockets post game uh, Saturday morning nevertheless uh, I think the game I would have to say uh, brought a few things that were entertaining as I mentioned in displaying some of the just uh, all-star, high-level, both cerebral as well as athletic abilities of a Kyle Lowry and a Jimmy Butler. Um, uh, Jimmy being back uh, for the Heat after a slow start that this team has undergone and navigating a lot of health concerns due to the uh, protocol, health and safety protocols that they've actually had to um, abide by. And for a team that also went to the finals last year in the bubble against the LA Lakers and falling to uh, a game six against them uh, and not having a lot of time to rest and to reset uh, during the off season, uh, their slow start was merited and, and, and understandable and justified. Um, and I would go as far as to say that's the same for the Toronto Raptors. We had a deep playoff run, at least going to the second round, losing to uh, the Boston Celtics in a game seven and didn't have enough, enough time to recoup and to, to rest that body for guys who really put in an effort defensively and offensively. And we had a slow start. 
uh, equally uh, like the Miami Heat. So you have these two teams that have finally figured things out and are in the middle of the pack of at least the Eastern Conference. But I would say don't let this record uh, uh, narrate uh, the com- the uh, complete uh, evaluation of these teams. These teams, I think, punch above their weight beyond uh, their their record, uh, particularly the Miami Heat. And so um, at least we know that from the Toronto Raptors, who are now 16 and 17, yet um, the game in and of itself, a back-to-back, you know, Tuesday night was against the Philadelphia 76ers, and now going to South Beach uh, for a game with another Eastern Conference. Uh, if you don't want to categorize them a contender, they are, uh, they are not a pretender. They, 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 they make you sweat. Shoot, they, they make you crap your pants if you're not ready. Uh, uh, Coach Spolstra always has his, um, and I use this uh, term loosely, soldiers ready. You know, uh, as if it's as if they are going for uh, you know a battle uh, every game, and they're always ready. You know, they I, I feel like they have a, not only a playbook, but a counterinsurgency um, uh, manual to know how to respond to every team and in every situation. Um, and so uh, again, they don't always rely on a high level of talent, but they know how to leverage the talent pool that they, they have. And so uh, in the case of the, the game in and of itself, I mean, you're looking at team that we competed against uh, in the first quarter. You know, we, we actually had the lead. Um, I didn't see much from the um, uh, Miami Heat that made us sweat to the point where we couldn't execute offensively and defensively. I think we were getting the necessary stops um, especially on their targeted guys like Duncan Robinson. Um, we know that Jimmy Butler as well as Adebayo are going to bring it uh, day in and day out on both ends of the game, on both ends of the court. Um, in the case of Jimmy Butler, I mean, he finished the game with 27 points. He had 10 assists. Um, he was a monster in the, on the boards, uh, stalwart defensively with uh, numbers of steals and just disrupting the passing lanes as he usually does he always i always feel like he has our number um and um and and also just a a level of you know i talk about the pulse of the game uh like freddie has i think jimmy also has that and not only does he have it Adebayo also has it, which is so frustrating because you're going to have two players that you have to monitor their impact with the ball, without the ball, both defensively as well as offensively. And in our case, uh, I think we kept our head above water, especially in that lull. Uh, Again, the first quarter, we scored 35 points. There was a lull of 20 uh, points in the second quarter where our second unit just shit the bed, you know, Uh, it, it just needs to be said. Uh, we just didn't show up. Uh, it was usually second unit plus Kyle or second unit with uh, Freddie Van Vliet. And uh, what they were also showing Miami Heat was they were double teaming the uh, Freddie uh, in the half court. They were also pressing whenever um, the off guard was dribbling the ball up uh, up the court, like in the case of DeAndre Brembry, who had a terrible uh, 
a turnover um, in that second quarter and was benched for the rest of the game. I mean, I, uh, the rationale, I guess, you know, uh, Nick Nurse has a low threshold for ter- particular types of turnovers, you know, especially at Danny Green, t- 2019 game six turnover. But um, uh, I don't, you know, maybe there's more to it than, than what meets the eye. And, you know, maybe based on Nick Nurse's uh, there's this assessment uh, that Bembry should, was was not useful enough, uh, but he didn't see the court again, and so it was uh, quite a tough second quarter, uh, as as noted. And so, uh, what we then saw is a combination of a Matt Thomas, a TD, and a Stanley uh, for the remainder of the game. Uh, again, I don't think it was enough. Um, we were still fetching for some form of punch from our bench uh, that we usually do get, but in this case, um, we did not. Uh, in the third quarter, we at least put, you know put up 29 points, but that had a lot to do with uh, Kyle Lowry just going ham. Um, he uh, had 24 points, uh, was a monster. Uh, he... You know, it's interesting because, you know, he didn't play against Philly um, and he knows that he has a little bit more, um, one would say, not just energy, legs, um, but um, he knows where in the uh, defense, the cracks of Miami defense, where he can get his points, right? So he was uh, pushing the the issue, um, pushing the ball up the court, uh, pounding the rock, if that's what you want to say. Uh, holler at your boy, um, Dwayne Casey, um, and whether it was taking it to the to the in the paint, playmaking um, by splitting through the seams of their defense, um, finished with twenty four points, eight assists, seven rebounds, um, and uh, nine for nine, uh, nine for thirteen. Um, I actually thought he was going to get a thirty clip um, this game, and I think he just either ran out of gas. Um, or also deferred to Freddie, who also picked it up in the second second half, uh, who uh, ended the game with uh, 24 points, 7 assists, uh, out of 6 of 13 shooting, and 5 for 11 for the three-point line. Um, but I, again, when you looked at the game, um, Miami were did you know two things. They were pressing our guards, trapping our guards, double-teaming them in the pick-and-roll, Forcing it, forcing it, forcing them to give up the ball early, um, or putting them in the toughest positions down the clock. Um, brilliant, because that's you know at the end of the day, uh, our backcourt is what makes our 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 team click. Now I omit saying um, Pascal Siakam because I will get to him sh- shortly. He does uh, he plays an inter- integral part. Of, of the team. Nevertheless, last night he was ghost. And again, I'll, re- I'll report and explain a little bit in, in, uh, about him uh, shortly. Um, one, one guy who was up for the task last night, and he's continuing his streak of, y'all need to pay me this summer or else, uh, is Norman Powell. Uh, he uh, finished the game with 17 points, um, 
from six for six to, and eleven from the field and three for six. I think he gave you as much as he could um, in this stretch. I mean, this is also a back to back for him. Uh, he's been guarding guys on the backcourt. He's been uh, shooting as best as he could, creating off the bounce, playmaking as best as he could as well. I still felt that. Um, he was rushing his shots um, and making shots out of um, um, out of a sense of urgency where it was not necessary. But again, the Miami Heat defense puts you in positions where you are uncomfortable, where you're second guessing yourself. And uh, I'm sure that he's going to watch some film and make adjustments and um, and see to it that uh, he uh, he he jump. You know he. He, the next time they play the Miami Heat, he knows exactly where to pick his spots and, and grow from this accordingly. Um, again, he's been playing at a high level, not just uh, in terms of his athletic prowess, but in terms of even thinking the game. And so that's just growth on Norman. So I look forward to him um, bouncing back. And even if I, by bouncing back, it's not that he played terribly. It's just that I think he could uh, make a greater impact uh, next game. Um, and Ananobi is slowly reintegrating himself after being out for about ten, nine, 10 to 9 games. Uh, he had a good showing offensively, but I still felt that the, he was a bit slower defensively. He's usually apt and um, uh, intuitive and quick to the ball and to the positions necessary when we play small ball. Um, and so I felt that Bam had his way against OG. Uh, you saw that in terms of uh, Bam grabbing offensive rebounds. You saw Bam in terms of rolling to the basket and OG just being slow, uh, either on the double team or re uh, retreating back onto his man. And uh, I felt that that was unusual. I mean, unusual to the point where, you know, Bab had six offensive rebounds and knowing full well that OG can bang with the best of them. We, did, we saw that against Milwaukee on, on, um, on, back to, on, on uh, last week. Uh, and uh, we saw it in the first game against um, the 76ers. And so this game, I felt that, uh, you know, you can also talk about fatigue. You can also talk about, hey, he's going against... Uh, an all, uh, you know, an all-star in Bam as well as uh, Jimmy Butler. So they have their number. These guys are well positioned to be at the top of the league uh, when everything is said and done. So OG has, you know, has it cut out for him. So um, Mama said there would be days like these or nights like these. And I think OG, as we depend on him to be our defensive specialist that are, and, and having an offense that he can lean into, grow into, I'll take these nights. I'm cool. OG, I know I'm sure, like Norm, he's going to watch some tape, some film, and uh, pick his spots better and adjust accordingly. But now we, let's talk about Pascal. Pascal just didn't show up. He was Ghost. He was Casper. He was, uh, um, you know, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know what to, to, to say about his performance, but I'm not going to be an alarmist and say, well, you know what, this is the same Pascal and, and, and having difficulties adjusting to the Celtics defense in the bubble, which is uh, almost a, a myth, uh, much like the myths that they're trying to explain why they're struggling right now. Nevertheless, Pascal just was looked tired. He played 24 minutes. Um, defensively, he's, he's, his help defense was slow and out of. It was if you thought uh, OG was missing cues, Pascal was just um, on a different uh, stratosphere. I think he 
uh, again, I think he was tired. I mean, I don't know if uh, playing against big minutes and the heavy output against the Sixers, um, now finally against, um, and, and I would even say uh, against the Bucks last week, because he also played at a high level. And then finally now playing against the Miami Heat, who you know are going to be arduous and, you know, um, um, heavy and, 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 and mentally draining for you. And then physically, uh, they will grind you to the ground. I think he knew where his ceiling was, for, you know, for this week to say, hey, you know what? I just don't have it. And I think Nick Nurse saw it. So he took him out and sat him for most of that second, uh, that second, uh, second half. Uh, he played 24 minutes. He was one for six from the field, one for three from the three-point line and for five points. You know, two rebounds, four assists. Uh, he did get into foul trouble in the first half. And so that limited his minutes, but also that limited his aggressiveness, both defensively. And then uh, offensively, you know, there was some charges called on him. And I think after that, he felt deflated. So I'm not going to, we shouldn't read too much into it. I think we talked about it with Bryce. We're like, hey, you know what? My dude just had a bad game. He got outplayed. He's tired. Let's move on, you know, on to the next. And so, um, and it's with that, I'll, 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 you know, bring it to a close. I mean, we, uh, there are some things to, uh, I'll bring it to a close with a few positive takeaways. Positive takeaway, number one, we are still a good basketball club that know how to execute defensively as well as offensively, even if things are not clicking. We just lost by eight points. We actually tied it up at a certain point in the fourth and um, and made it a game. So even if we don't have our top, uh, one of our top scorers in Pascal um, yeah, not being on, we could still win. And uh, even if we don't get any contribution from our bench, we can still compete at a high level against a formidable component, component, uh, uh, opponent, sorry, uh, uh, being the Miami Heat. And so uh, one also big element to consider is, hey, the Miami Heat will expose your weaknesses. And so you'd rather that being done in the regular season in late February, right before All-Star break, than in the playoffs, in the in, in when when it really counts, and we all know for those who who again your basketball nerds, um, and 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 truthers, hey, the regular season is just a preparatory process for the playoffs. Okay, you don't read too much into the regular season. Rather, you leverage it, you maximize what you can in order for for it to be your trampoline onto the playoffs, um, and so. Look at the tape. I'm sure that's what uh, Nick Nurse is going to do with his, with his squad. The coaching staff are going to deconstruct uh, what went wrong and what areas that they still need to improve on. Uh, one in terms of just just in terms of um, basketball analytics, in terms of things that you can actually adjust with your talent pool. One and two, actually, there is a ceiling to this team. You know, uh, our 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 bench does have limitations. That they cannot figure out that Nick Nurse, despite his brilliance, can't just continue to scheme against other teams using an abyss of talent when it comes down to um, low turnover, possession, quality possession, development, uh, 
and def- and alert defensive schemes who can adjust against high-level teams such as the Miami Heat. The, the, we don't have that in a, in a TD, in a Bembry, or in a Aaron Baines. And then again, in a Stanley Johnson, for goodness sake, a Matt Thomas. And t- please do not tell me Malachi is ready for the big for the prime time. He he just isn't at, at this level, and that's okay. And so uh, Bobby and Masai obviously are going to have to you know continue their work on a management level in terms of talent pool. But otherwise, um, again, those are the takeaways that you it gives you a better assessment of the squad and also the strengths of your squad that are at the end of the day. Still at a high level, Freddie, Norm, OG, and um, uh, Kyle. Um, again, Pascal is going to rebound, so don't worry about this game being some form of existential crises that leads people on ESPN trade machine. I'll end it there, and this is, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm honest about that this time. Um, I'll end it there. Let's move on to Houston Friday night. And um, I'm sure our guys are going to be ready to pick it up. Uh, it's going to be a home game or whatever, or so an away game, considering it's still in Tampa. And uh, let's have some fun. Let's let's play into our uh, let's lean into our strengths. And um, I look forward for us to bounce from this uh, loss against the Miami Heat. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, however early and bright it is, and uh, keep safe. Keep keep safe as well as uh, make sure you take care of the people around you. Peace. Thank you.